This is episode 31 of the Passion Minded Mom Podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom Podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hey mamas, in today's episode, I am going to cover five things to stop doing right now if you want to be more successful in business. You all know I'm a coach for moms who are earning their first 50K. So we're going to come at this from a business perspective, but the content of this episode contains some valuable advice that will help you in any area of your life. So you're going to get some nice little nuggets in this one. So if you're wanting to get to 50K in your business and you're ready to take all of the steps necessary to hit that goal, you are going to want to take some notes. These are the five things to make sure you quit doing right now. Number one, stop beating yourself up. Now that sounds nice, doesn't it? Most of us don't even realize we are doing this, but we also don't realize how much it's hurting our progress. Listen, we've all heard it before, and we may know this intellectually, that we are our own worst critic. If we stop and actually take a moment to tune in to the messages that our brain is feeding us on a daily basis, we find out how bad it can be. We all experience this by default, being human. But if it's left unchecked, it's actually getting in the way of our success in a big way. So what can we do about it? How can we actually stop this from happening? First, we have to recognize what is driving our current actions. So when I coach with my clients, we start with an assessment of where they are in their business and what they're struggling with. For most of my clients, they may say things like, I don't know if I have the right offer or I don't have enough experience. I doubt myself, I don't know enough, or I'm terrible at selling. I take them through this exercise so we can inspect one at a time all of the thoughts they have about why they are where they are in business, and I help them narrow in and focus on what specifically is holding them back. Then we can begin to rewire their approach in a way that will help them sign those clients and get to their first 50K. But first we have to uncover the thoughts that their brain is already telling them that aren't serving them. Here are two surprising things that are confirmed every time we go through this exercise. Number one, we realize how poorly we treat ourselves. Our brains are really mean to us. And number two, it doesn't have to be this way. Some of the stuff that we tell ourselves feels very true, but I help them to see that it makes sense to question some of it. 
That way we can take action from a place of empowerment rather than all of that self-doubt. Through this process, most of my clients have overcome immense hurdles, and some begin even doubling their income in just a couple of months into our coaching, just by working on removing the negative thoughts that are holding them back from reaching their goals. So let's stop sucking the energy out of ourselves and beating ourselves up with all of that negative self-talk, okay? Number two, stop looking outside yourself for the answers. So many of us do this. I did this for so long too. We've heard it before, right? How the answers are within, but what does that really mean? There are things that we'll need to figure out on our own as we grow our business. And as Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. There will be a lot that we need to go learn as we start, grow, and scale our business. But if we spend too much of our time looking for answers and not taking action, it isn't going to work in the long run. You know you're doing this when you don't have tangible results, but you're still spending a lot of time working on your business. So I always ask my clients when we start working together, what are the tangible results you are producing in your business right now? And how much time do you spend working on your business? And then we look at the disparity between the two. So have a look at your calendar of events on Facebook and your email inbox. How many courses and freebies and challenges have you signed up for? How much time are you spending consuming content of everyone else and watching what others are doing instead of taking actions to drive tangible results to your business. And then take a look at your bank statement. I remember feeling that disparity and being so discouraged because I thought these things I was doing were helping me and getting me closer to my goal, but I was not making what I could, especially given how much time I was putting in. What actually scaled my revenue was much different than what I thought all of these outside resources were going to teach me. My coach helped me focus on the things that were actually going to make a difference to my bottom line. She was able to remind me that I knew how to create the clients, how to bring in the revenue, and how to get those clients' results. There wasn't anything else I needed to know from some outside place. So let's stop wasting time consuming and buying $97 workshops and courses thinking they will hold the secret to the one way to get results. Instead, let's seek clarity on what you can do with what you already have so we can fast track that revenue and start signing those clients. Number three, stop saying should. Whether it's what someone else should or shouldn't do, or what you should or shouldn't do. The word should is just not useful. I've done a lot of work on this one myself. For a long time, I had the mentality and I tended to default to the thought, I should be doing more, or this is what I should do. Other thoughts like, this should be easier, were all getting in the way of me becoming the CEO that I needed to be. These thoughts argue with reality and they don't serve us. 
And then we end up taking action from a place of scarcity or false expectation of what should be happening. For many of my clients, this rings true because of how much they think they should be making or growing their business or what should be happening that isn't, or what other people should be doing to help, or what they should be doing instead. This can be a tricky one, but as we work on ways to simplify and narrow down which thoughts about their progress actually serve them, it helps them get the results they actually want and it leads to more enjoyment of the whole process while they're doing it. Number four, stop being a perfectionist. Really, how the heck do we do this, right? Most of us have no problem with saying we like to do things perfectly and correctly in order to avoid failure. We're sometimes even proud to say it, like it's a good thing. School teaches us this. Institutions teach us this. Follow the rules. Do things correctly. Get an A. I battled this one hard. But then I realized that striving to do things perfectly was actually holding me back in a big way. Being afraid to fail kept me from breaking through my own ceiling. Here is why this is something we should stop doing if we want to be successful. If we continue only taking action when the results are guaranteed, we are also giving up the opportunity to reach our greatest potential. We're choosing comfort and safety over growth. What do we really gain from only doing things that we know will work? Safety and comfort do not lead to massive success. One of the most motivating thoughts I have chosen instead is, if I am not failing regularly, my goals are not big enough. What are your thoughts about that? What if you truly believed that yourself? How different would your day or your week look? How different would your actions be? The bigger the impact you want to make with your business, the more you may have to be willing to fail. Getting to our first 50K can truly feel the hardest because everything feels new. And being afraid of failure is something that's very challenging for a lot of my clients to let go. I help them get more comfortable with the idea that you aren't going to do everything right. And that's okay. Once we can accept the fact that this is just part of the process of breaking through our ceilings, we can dial in the marketing and those action steps from a place of courage and with a whole lot more confidence. I know it can feel scary for a lot of my clients in the beginning, so I guide them step-by-step step through the process so we can find the fastest and the simplest way to that 50K. So let's drop that perfectionism, okay? Last and final thing to stop doing right now if you want to be more successful in business is stop people-pleasing. There are varying degrees of people-pleasing, but the official dictionary definition online of a people-pleaser is a person who has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. I'm a mother, a friend, partner, and business owner. 
I take care of a lot of other people and things. And I've also learned the hard way with this one. When I was taking care of others, doing things in my career to please everyone else at my own expense, I was people-pleasing. And over time, people-pleasing leads to resentment and a whole lot of missed goals. Not to mention how uncomfortable it is for others who are being people-pleased. It is not a positive thing. And it's definitely getting in the way of you prioritizing your own growth as an entrepreneur. When I begin work with clients, we often coach on time management and taking control of their schedule. And this is when this behavior becomes more obvious. For some, it is easier to let go than others. But either way, I have a process for streamlining their calendar that addresses the people-pleasing tendency that many of us have. Then we're able to flip the script so they can finally focus their energy in the right way and take action from a place of empowerment and ownership rather than obligation. Okay, guys, to summarize, the five things to stop doing right now if you want to be more successful in business are one, stop beating yourself up, stop looking outside of yourself for answers, stop saying should, stop being a perfectionist, and stop people-pleasing. If you're trying to get to that first 50K in your business, I would love to help you understand what is getting in the way and if it's one of these things or something else. You can schedule a free mini session right on my website or come join me in the free Facebook group where I go live and talk about this podcast content in more depth every Thursday. I'll drop both of those links in the show notes and I can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time.